Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. February 14th, Monday, February 14th. And of course, don't forget, it is Valentine's Day. If you haven't gotten your sweetie, a card, candy, flowers, whatever it is, maybe take them out to dinner. Don't forget, it is Valentine's Day. Maybe a quick email or text or something. Uh, to brighten someone's day. Don't forget today is Valentine's Day. Uh, a couple of quick things to note on the daily financial news is I think, I think I have seen the first sign of a housing slowdown. Again, when you are looking for something, sometimes you become a little myopic. Sometimes you you just want to see it. So let me explain what I saw this weekend. And I want you to look in your area as well. So you know that I live in the Silicon Valley. Uh, The Silicon Valley is a real estate market like no other, seemingly. It is nuts. Lots and lots of people with uh, RSUs and stock money buying houses. So for about the last year, maybe even 18 months, I have not seen a single open house in my neighborhood. So in my neighborhood, I typically do walks with my dogs or maybe I go for a run. Anyways, I live in in a pocket that I can run, you know, I don't know, a three mile loop and see probably 500 homes, something like that. So for over a year, zero open houses. Now, we still have housing sales, right? They still sold, but nobody had to do an open house. Yesterday, Super Bowl Sunday, we had an open house in my neighborhood, and I was shook. Now, who knows? This could have been a unique situation. It could have been. Who knows? But we had our first open house and that is unusual. So do me a favor, folks, look in your areas. Tell me what happened next weekend. If you didn't notice, are you holding open houses? If you're a real estate agent or a real estate broker, are your agents holding open houses? Because we haven't had to, right? Real estate has been so hot. You put it in the MLS, three days later, you have a cash buyer, bingo, bingo, open houses not required. So this could be the very first sign or it's a one-off. Sometimes a single data point needs to just flat out be ignored. But I thought I would share that with you this morning. So let me know what you think. Uh, Next up, I believe the Fed, outside of Bullard, right? Bullard was on CNBC this morning saying that the Fed has to be aggressive. The Fed has to front load. Pretty much everything St. Louis Fed President Bullard is saying, I agree with. In fact, I've been telling you it needs to happen six months ago. But anyways, he is there now. So I am um, a fan of James Bullard. I think he's got the right, he, he is the closest Paul Volcker that we have in today's Fed. If he was the president, there is no doubt in my opinion that the Fed would do an emergency rate increase. The Fed would stop buying all of these things. 
Again, with Powell in charge, I don't expect any of this. He is going to communicate, cajole, pontificate, and we are not, they are going to be behind the curve again and again and again and again and again. So, ah, frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. But what I was going with is outside of Bullard, I believe every Fed president is going to start to talk like this. We have to look at the data. We have to take a measured pace. I believe the Fed presidents at Powell's encouragement are trying to lower expectations. Right now, the market expects a half a point move 99%. It has gone from zero to 99%. I believe what Powell is trying to tell the Fed president to do is, God, guys, we got to lower those expectations. We want to shock the market. We want to do a half, but we can't let them expect it. That's what I think is happening right now. But damn, why are they still buying? If the first rule of hole digging you learn as a kid is stop digging. And according to their uh, press release, I think it was Friday, they are still buying 20, I think 20 billion. I don't know, some stupid number. Stop buying stuff. The Fed, you're destroying our economy and hurting the people you purport to want to help the poor and middle class. Inflation helps the rich. It hurts everybody else. I don't know what why they don't get this. So this Russia thing, uh, there seems to be a lot of thought that, the, that Russia will not invade until after the Olympics. Basically, uh, Russia, the idea being, I suspect, is... Russia won't invade because they don't want to piss off China, right? Don't take the shine away from us, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. What do you think? I, I'm starting to think they don't invade ever. Maybe that's wishful thinking, right? Who wants war? Who wants death? Who wants any of this? But do you really think Putin, of all people, would not invade because of a sporting event? I don't know. I don't know. Babe, I don't know. Let me know what you think. Comments below. It's kind of interesting. As I mentioned, Bullard was on CNBC this morning. Basically, he wants to play hardball. He thinks the Fed needs to get off the dime. They're behind. The reputations are at risk. Everything that I have been talking about, he is saying. So I've got some numbers about retail sales this week, which I think come out Wednesday. Retail sales, big number of the week. The expectation is for 2% increase. Now, remember, this is nominal, not real. So in essence, even if we go up 2%, but we have 7% inflation, that's a 5% decline. Let's not forget that. We really got to pay attention to real versus nominal. This, These numbers coming out in a 7, 7 7.5, 10, 12% inflation environment are really, really, I want to call them dirty, right? They're, they're, They're really easy to misunderstand. Right, so we've got to watch this. So expectations are retail sales plus two percent. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. In fact, do I want to go negative? No, I think I'll just go zero. I'll go flat. Maybe plus one percent. Maybe plus one. Plus point one. Let's be clear. Not one. Point one. One tenth. Uh, and again, remember December was negative one nine because of, supposedly we all front loaded our you know holiday shopping. Uh, PPI. PPI is expected to come out tomorrow. Tomorrow. PPI was 9.7% in December. 
expectations are 9%. They expect PPI to go lower. That would be a good thing, no doubt. Uh, I think they are wrong. Uh, I think it will be, well, I'm just going to say over 9%. Because again, what have we seen the last four months? Inflation has been running hotter than all the proponents expect. So we shall see. Friday, existing home sales. This one is going to be interesting. Existing home sales. Uh, we did 6.1 million last year uh, after an annualized rate of 6.18. It's going to be interesting. I think we're going to disappoint. There's just not enough homes to keep that going. So we shall see. The big, my big surprise, my big aha, the one that all of us need to pay attention to, all of us need to pay attention to, is that consumer sentiment number that came out Friday that was so bad, we're like October 2012 bad. It's worse. Let me say that again. It is worse than the headline. How can that be? The biggest drop, the largest drop was in families or households that made a hundred grand. The biggest drop was in the households that made a hundred grand. These are the folks with the discretionary income to do this, to do that, to do all of these things. And if those people are already feeling stock market, crypto, you know, uh, higher rates, and they are backing off, GDP about to go down, down, down. You can't lose the top of the consumer and have a solid economy. I got to look at these numbers. So the numbers, the consumer polling was most negative for households that make a hundred grand. It fell 26.6 points. Now that means nothing to you. It means nothing to me until we have a scale. The largest drop before this one was August, 2011, when it dropped 21.7% or points, I guess, not percent points. So if you do not remember August of 2011, let me just tell you that was the depth of the real estate crash. That is where nobody was buying, money market accounts were locking up. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. And in that environment, the rich dropped 21.7 points. We just dropped like three days ago, 26.6. This is why I'm calling for a recession. This is why I've been calling for a recession for months now. Because the top of the spear has had enough of this nonsense and they are revolting. Not good. Not good. And just so you know, that 21.7 point drop uh, was right around the time we almost had a double dip, double dip recession. Not good. Got some more news about Zillow. If you don't know, Zillow raised their housing uh, expectations from 11% to 16.4%. Uh, again, as I've said before, Zillow is um, wrong. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, they're actually expecting, and this is something you and I can watch, they are expecting February home appreciation to be 20%. Yeah. We're going to know really, really soon. 20% home appreciation year on year, uh, for the nation, that would shock me. In addition to that, where I think Zillow is wrong, Zillow is calling for a rise in home sales 
you know, if you watch this channel, I believe transactions are going to fall, not values, but transactions. Zillow comes out and says it is going to rise 7%. We're going to go from 6.14 to 6.57 in 2022. I don't see it. How We have no inventory to start the quarter, right? Q1. Q1 is going to be a decent price. We've already talked about why, but no inventory. So transactions will be down. Then we just had the rich consumers go, I'm not playing. Now, again, it's sentiment. And sentiment is a leading indicator that sometimes gives us false positives. But man, we have got to watch this. So I don't see how Zillow's get into these numbers. Zillow must be using the same algorithms that cost them to lose half a billion dollars. It's crazy. I don't know where they're going. Uh, something else I found, National Association of Home Builders did a report that said every quarter point rise in interest rates, every quarter point rise, drops 1.3 million people from the ability to buy, right? We're talking about affordability going down, less people get yes answers. Again, just like lots of these pontificators who don't tie the affordability picture together, that's not true if wage inflation is up. If wage inflation is up 10% and we go up a quarter point, it don't freaking matter, right? So these people that are talking about simple things is um, they're not seeing the whole picture. And they, it's, it's frustrating when they don't see the whole picture. Uh, lastly, I, got a, I read an article about small business. This is a specific story, but I believe tells you why I think Q1 could be negative GDP. There's a business, I want to get the name correct, Nana Joe's Granola. Yes, I'm from California, so I had to pick a granola company, right? Yeah, insert jokes below. So this company, right, it's a granola company, right? It sells granola. Uh, they used to carry approximately $94,000 in inventory, right? They would, that was about the inventory they would have. It would sell. It would, they would always carry what did they do in Q4? Because of inflation, because of supply chain issues, they triple ordered. Now they are carrying $327,000 in inventory. I've been doing this a long time. That granola company ain't buying squat in Q1. Zero. They go from triple ordering to zero. That is why... Inventory build, you've got the rich backing off. This economy is not as healthy as everybody thinks it is. Yeah. And again, more and more reading about inflation hurting the poor and middle class, switching costs, all of that stuff. It is real. It is um, not getting better. The Fed needs to get off their ass. We need, to we need to have some pain. It needs to be acute so we can move on. This whole measured bullshit, sorry, I'm just angry. This measured stance is going to hurt longer. You learn when you were a kid. You want to rip the Band-Aid off? Do you pull it one hair at a time or you just rip the damn thing off? I know which one I was raised to do. Shout out, Mom. Anyways, take care of yourself. we got some exciting videos. We have a surprise guest at 8. And then we got the man, myth, the legend, Greg Dickerson at 9. We had to do a little swappity-swap. So take care of yourself. Have a wonderful weekend. Like, subscribe, share. And of course, it's Valentine's Day. Don't forget, if you have a significant other, send them a note, send them a text. If you don't, reach out to your friends. 
Be a good person today. Be positive. Smile. Just be nice. Be kind. Take care. Bye-bye.